0: Welcome back to going long on first. We're coming at you part two this week, as we promised. We're not gonna leave you hanging just halfway through the pod. Coming at you later on in the week, fresh Thursday, right before Thursday night football. Uh, so Owen. You, you mean you mean right during
1: Thursday night football?
0: Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. Yeah, it was during. <laughs> yep. But like you mentioned, maybe we should hop into that right away, make a quick prediction. Before it gets too late, before we so see it's anything still else? official, before it's still official, yes. Okay, full disclosure Colts up seven right now 14
1: to seven. Okay, uh, uh, let's see here. What 13 minutes left in the second quarter is where okay, we're at.
0: So pretty early, still. What's so the score? Pretty early? Is it seven? Nothing.
1: 14 score. to 7.
0: 14 to 7, okay. My yeah, bad. You
1: just said, you just affirmed like you heard what I was saying. I, I see what I am to you, Seth.
0: <laughs> You're everything, Owen, everything. <laughs> everything except for
1: something to listen to. Anyway, <laughs> that's not good advertising for
0: our product here, Seth. What are we hey, doing? You know what? This is This is crisp, clean football talk right here, okay? You ain't going to get anything better. That's all I know. Anything so, more entertaining? We we have a good mixture of facts and fun, nonsense, nonsense, whatever <laughs> you want to call it. Yes, shenanigans. Uh, we'll get more of those actually, those are
1: fun. Uh, 14 to 7, we're looking at early second quarter. Okay, all right, quick, quick interlude to the to the to the lion's right. Um, I even got Jeremy on deck with his prediction. We'll see if he can get in yeah i mean mention mr jeremy uh, mr workaholic over there
0: yeah he's uh he's out again tonight i promised uh he'd be back today and uh i broke that promise but it, he's just he's just trying to work out some scheduled conflicts uh he'll make it back next week though he promised he wanted yeah. to apologize to all the listeners out there all the eagles fans that are just Sincerely. waiting for his uh waiting for his talk and uh he'll get it next week for sure I'm not sure he was even excited to talk about a big blowout win because he probably didn't feel that good about it. Probably not. I'm sure he had
1: something negative to say. Eagles are sitting here three and five facing the Chargers this week. I really would love to hear that prediction, but nonetheless, we'll hear the recap. Um, back Jets and Colts again. Colts Colts up fourteen to seven. Full disclosure: we're making this pick uh, at early in the second quarter, but the line set at Colts. Favored by 10 at home against Magic Mike White in, in the, the fighting Jets.
0: You know what, Owen? Not even taking the game that's currently playing into practice right now. Doesn't affect you at all? Give me the Jets. Give me the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Mike White, he's white hot. He's going in there. Colts lost to the Titans last week. Give me the jets. I think they'll keep it close. They'll keep it within 10. I don't think they'll win, but I think they'll keep it in 10. They beat the Bengals last week who as of last week was one of the hottest teams in the NFL. So yeah, give me, give me the jets on that one.
1: Okay. You're looking for magic. Mike white to stay up there in the clouds, the clouds. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and pick the Colts here. Uh, Classic letdown spot for the jets. Same thing happened the week after they beat the Titans in overtime. They get kick-stomped kick stomped, uh, 54 to a little by the Patriots. That's uh, the Patriots, been a, though. Patriots may, know
0: how to play the Jets.
1: There might have been a, a bye week mixed in there. Uh, but for me, I don't trust them. Um, and as I say that, I'm just realizing that uh, Josh Johnson is in for the Jets. And Mike White is out with a, a hand injury. He's warming up, though. He might be back in. He look. He looks like he's you know he's warming up on the sideline still. But uh, I'll, Josh, I'll
0: keep. I'll keep the Jets. Josh I'll, Johnson, I'll stick with him. Josh Johnson did just get sacked. <laughs> this is I'm, this is a great start down. to my prediction right now.
1: No, so, we won't narrate too much. I just wanted. To, it, it was very ironic that we were picking this in in the the hot. The hot hand that is Mike White gets uh, injured. We'll see for how Jeez. long. But moving on anyway. Uh, I go. I go Colts. Seth goes Jets. Jeremy also goes Jets.
0: Does he now?
1: He's a he's a Carson Wentz truther. So
0: that is true. That is true. That is true. He uh yeah. He he loves him some Carson Wentz. He does. Loves he does. to hate on him anyway. That's um, for sure. All right. So we'll come back. We will come back to our line is right. That's just an early teaser for it to get this Thursday night game out of the way. But we will start with our top five A and B. We will start top five A and B. That almost sounded like flatulence in the background. It, it
1: was it was a phone buzzer. I just wanted it, to confirm. It was. You know what?
0: <laughs> Jer- Jeremy's not here. Um, and that was actually Jeremy's uh, top five yeah i
1: seen that he he got it in in at the buzzer
0: he he did just just like always so let's start with jeremy's then we can dissect it and move on to ours (laughs) yeah just pick it apart and totally discredit him before we (laughs) do ours i love it all right so he's got kyler oh my bad we're gonna start at the top with him because i just revealed it (laughs) i'm re i'm i was saying it as i was reading it so okay we'll start at the top with jeremy he's got collar number one which doesn't surprise me i mean he's been pretty much the mvp this whole first half of the season last yeah. week was a bit of a letdown but if you get past that he's still i mean just what he's done for the cardinals has been crazy right. so collar one uh he's unfortunately has the goat too that's all he put on the text was a goat and i knew what that meant <laughs> um i know what it should be but i know what it is
1: okay he's got and the goat that number be, two
0: tom that brady. would be
1: tom brady okay
0: tom brady number two which i get it yeah blah 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 but they did lose to the saints last week he threw two picks the game ceiling pick two warms my heart all right number three he has matt stafford which i'm surprised he didn't put number one because that is ultimately his mvp but maybe he's waiting for him to just really get hot towards the end of the season and he's being put back on
1: yeah he's being realistic about the chances right now and not that Stafford doesn't you know wouldn't it wouldn't be crazy for Stafford to win it um at this point if the award was given out today it wouldn't be surprising but um yeah it does feel like you know these you could mix some other guys in there up at the top so I don't mind his his realism
0: yeah no I get it uh all right that was three Derrick Henry is four I mean, poor Derrick Henry. He, no. he was, uh, I will say, uh, he's in my top five as well. You know, probably can take him out cause he's done for the year. Uh, but I'm going to put him in one more time, uh, just to, just, just because he deserves to be in it. Uh, but we'll get to my list later, but he has Derrick Henry four. Um, and he does have a side note on that one. He said, uh, Henry, I say, because he should be, if not for being hurt. So he pretty much said the same thing. He should be on this list. Um, but obviously he won't be on this list towards the end of the season because he's hurt now. But I guess if you look at the first half, I mean, he, he's carried that Titans team. So
1: yeah, for real. Well, I mean, it, he is the Titans offense.
0: Yeah. We'll see what it looks like now. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then uh, five is um, Josh Allen. Josh Allen is his last one on the list, which I get as well. So. Okay.
1: Okay. I was thinking five B's, but we're doing
0: fives. Well, he did fives, but I have Got B's. It. Okay. Got it. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. So <laughs> yeah. he had Kyler one, Brady two, Stafford three, Her- Henry four, Allen five.
1: Not too far off from my own, but, uh, you know,
0: it could be better.
1: That's all I'm saying.
0: It, yeah. I mean, it, mine is, I mean, honestly, well, we'll see. We'll get to mine. But, and then Owen, you said, would you like, like to
1: go or like you guys, like you guys mentioned with Derek Henry, like this isn't a prediction for MVP. It's MVP given out
0: today. Yeah, That's pretty it. much. Yeah. Yep. First half of the season. Got it. Your first okay. half MVPs kind of thing.
1: Okay. Let me go. Uh, All just right. Cause it's going to make your list look real bad. Um, Save the number, best for the last one. Starting at the B, the five B. Uh, actually, I'll probably make this six because he, he, uh, is his stats aren't MVP worthy, but his performance still is. And that is my, uh, I should have led, led the show off with this. Uh, that is my immunized, non vaccinated Jesus, uh, Aaron Rodgers. I'll take that any day. We can talk about it a little bit, but for now, he sits at my six uh, based on his play. So uh, I've heard this argument a little bit, especially after the Cardinals win, is um, his his yardage. I mean, he's he's been under 200 yards multiple times this year, which is not – he did a couple times last year, but it, it feels a little more this year, but the running game is definitely picking up. Um, yep. And they're just finding ways to win that are just not – uh, acrobatic they're not aerating. they're just a very very efficient offense which is like the Matt LaFleur style which in, in that case you won't see uh, bloated fantasy value or like stat sheets getting filled up just like they do uh, so much like they capitalize on field position um, they put themselves in good good spots and uh, they, they own the time of possession, it seems like.
0: Oh, yeah. With all their wins. Every week.
1: Have, yeah. They've had a lot of close wins, it looks like, on the box score. But when you're watching it, it doesn't feel that way because they own the ball. Uh, a few times they've had, like, doubled up time of possession. And that's, yep. like, a clear way to win the game when you're doing that. And, again, like, that's a Lafleur offense. Uh, tried and true. We'll see <laughs> – what happens we'll talk about the prediction the jordan love led offense but we'll get there um um but for now he's just outside the top 5 aaron rodgers okay now fast track on uh my number 5 or yeah my number
0: 5a i guess it would be 4b or... okay 4b okay okay will be uh, Mr. Dak Prescott. Ooh, Dak.
1: Cowboys. Yeah, obviously. Them Cowboys. Big time uh, comeback player of the year candidate. Um, he's probably got that wrapped up as long as he finishes the season. But he has definitely played himself into the MVP odds. It's, he would be higher if they hadn't um, – kind of similar to the Packers where they, if they haven't uh, relied on the run game so heavily in a couple of games where it's like – you Know Dak barely got 150 yards and Zeke and Tony Pollard went off for 250, you yep. know, and handily won games. So, but his play has kept the the Cowboys with one loss, one bear barely losing to the Bucks, and they're undefeated against the spread. So love those Cowboys. Jeremy doesn't, but yeah, he'll love that one on. <laughs> Number four A, I got Josh Allen. Now, if it was a prediction. I'd probably say Josh Allen's number one. I'd probably predict Josh Allen to win the MVP this year because I think a red hot second half is coming for that man. But um, they had a couple weird losses, and uh, you know he's had a couple huge, huge games. He's the number one quarterback in fantasy to this point this year, and uh, yeah, there's a reason. So he's got to be mentioned among, among these guys. I just think the top three here uh are kind of the tier above these top three i would say you're picking and choosing front for mvp
0: owen do you remember who you picked uh pre in the summer to be your mvp i believe
1: i picked patrick holmes
0: you did yeah okay. okay fair enough
1: did anybody pick josh allen
0: uh i think i did actually let me go back to the list quick i fair believe enough. i picked josh allen um Yep, I did. I was Josh Allen and Jeremy, of course, was Staff.
1: So if Mahomes um, has a, a MVP level season from here on out, is he eligible Probably. for
0: is he eligible for comeback player of the year? No.
1: <laughs> from the first few games.
0: <laughs> Just <laughs> talking. <laughs> from the first, yeah, a halfway comeback Player of the year. He would definitely be up for MVP. It wouldn't surprise it. Say they're what are they four and four right now? Yep. And they go eight and seven and one, or eight and one, whatever it is. The last okay. half of the season, it wouldn't surprise me if he won MVP, and he just put up astronomical numbers this last half of the season. Roger, wouldn't surprise me at all. Rogers
1: Roger ran the table in twenty sixteen. Chiefs are yep. primed to do the same, uh, and also just not this it weekend. Would, it wouldn't surprise you, uh, or maybe it does. But Batum home still uh, tied for tenth. He's in the top ten for MVP odds. Doesn't surprise me nope. this year. Nope. Um, okay, moving on uh, top three in this order. I got Matt Stafford. Now Matt Stafford's great. And they're super consistent. Um, it's actually amazing to see Cooper cups fantasy value right now, solely based off of how good Stafford is as well, but it's like their, their fantasy points per game is basically similar. So imagine having Matt Stafford in your wide receiver spot week to week. That's the type of fantasy value you're getting out of Cooper Cup based on his connection with Stafford right now. So he's crazy. Rams are great. Um, number two, I agree with Jeremy. He's the GOAT. He's Tom Brady. He's leading the league in touchdowns right now. He made some mistakes in the Saints game uh, for a tough loss. They had a tough loss against the Rams, which they didn't, you know, they didn't play terrible. And uh, yeah, the Bucs are obviously prime of the nfc as well uh up with, there with the pack, uh with the packers and then cardinals and rams mixed in there but first half season mvp gotta be kyler murray for me uh only one bad game that was the last one um i think it was just kind of based again it was based on the way that green bay plays games that even their opponents fantasy values aren't great um and they're quick games it feels like again like running clock most of the time they own that time it caused Kyler to have, you know, he had some good plays with Hopkins, but like, and he had a little bit of running value. But uh, it's impressive how he's doing it with the through the air. He's got that prime running ability, but he's not having to use it as much, which is good for his health and uh, yep, good for just his growth, yeah. really. And you can see it. So Kyler Murray number one, uh, Brady two, Stafford three, uh, Josh Allen four a. Jack 4B, Rogers at six.
0: Not bad, Owen. But mine's better. Oh shit. Okay. Here we go. Probably not actually. You I'm sure both of you would heavily disagree with my um with my what mine is about to be. So all right, let's start at the bottom. 5B. Let's run through this. Josh Allen 5B. And here's why. Yeah, I just said that he was my preseason prediction to win MVP. And it could obviously still happen. But for now, I put him at the bottom of the barrel among my MVP choices just because he's just—he's not having the magical year he had last year. Like last year, he was just putting up the same numbers. Stefan Diggs was putting up big numbers. And it's just not there this year. I mean, there's been a couple games. The one against Miami is one I can think of offhand where, I mean, he just put up big numbers. I mean, he's still got good numbers. But just compared to yeah. where he was last year, it's not quite there yet. Uh, not saying that they couldn't do it because they easily, easily could um, just not quite there yet, but still, I mean, they're what? Six and two. now? I believe five and two, six and two. I'm pretty sure. I think they had a, no, they had a buy. So they're five, five and two now. Yeah. So they're five and two. I mean, they're five and two and Josh Allen is a big reason. So he's yeah. five B for me. Five A is nothing other than our immunized, almost vaccinated quarterback Uh, the teasing Aaron Rodgers 5a for me now I saw a quote by I don't remember who it was earlier this week before everything went down um
1: yeah again obviously he's out for this game against uh the Chiefs on Sunday which is unfortunate yeah most likely out for the Seattle game but he still has a chance to come back
0: he would, he would be the earliest date he could come back is the Saturday before the game. So there's a Where, chance he could play next weekend, but uh, things have to happen, but there's a chance at least. Right. Um, anyway. So, yeah, so he's my, he's five, eight for me. Um, the numbers aren't huge. Actually, his numbers are very comparable to Josh Allen. Now Josh Allen has had a bye week in there, but still his numbers are very comparable has more yards Uh, Well, not more yards, but almost uh, pretty much same amount of yards, um, same amount of touchdowns, less uh, same interceptions. So, I mean, his numbers are very comparable take Josh Allen out one game, but still um, he's doing a lot more with uh, a lot less, in my opinion, as well, which is kind of what I saw. Somebody made that remark the other day. I mean, what he did last week through two touchdowns, almost 200 yards rating over 100. I mean, he's just so efficient, proficient in this offense. It's just like clockwork for them right now. Um, kind of like you mentioned. I mean, yeah, numbers aren't as big as last year. I mean, he was putting up big numbers last year. Um, not quite there this year, but I I assume he'll be top 10, top 5 in most categories for quarterbacks by the season's end. Take out a game, I guess, or two games, I guess, um with the bye week, but everybody has one. So, but he's 5A for me. 4 is derrick henry i had to put derrick henry on this list i kind of teased it earlier derrick henry has to be on this list because the titans wouldn't be where they're at without him uh we're really going to see what kind of team this is now now that he's out uh but i had to put him in here just because now he obviously wouldn't even be in here next week if i did uh if i did a poll next week he wouldn't be on it but uh this week he is uh three for me is kyler murray seems a bit low okay i'll yeah call it two actually we'll call it two we'll
1: call him two i don't want to bully you because like i said in my opinion it was a it was a three persons race so it was it was all interchangeable for me i almost had
0: kyler at three but here's the deal owen is two of the guys you had well you two had this same guy he's not even gonna make it on my list oh jesus okay Go ahead. All right. So that that's where I figured you guys would hate on me for it, but I thought about it, but I was like, eh, out. Um, so Kyler Murray's two because, um, simply because of last week and the kind of the dud that he played against the Packers. Now the Packers have had a very improved defense over the last five, six weeks compared to the first couple of games. Um, so Packers have been playing really well defensively. Uh, they're a top 10 defense right now. Um, so, I mean he played a good defense, but still he kind of threw up a clunker against the Packers. So that's why he dropped. Otherwise, he would he's pretty much been my number one almost all year long. All right. 1 AMB. This is where it gets fun, Owen. This is where it gets fun. They're sharing the award. So- As teammates, they're sharing this award, Owen. Holy crap.
1: He did it. He did it, ladies and gentlemen. I
0: did it because it had to be done. It only makes sense. Matt Stafford. And our boy, Owen, who is it, Owen? Come on. Come on. Um, Say it.
1: uh, Darrell Henderson?
0: Yeah, that's it. Deshaun Jackson, of course. (laughs) Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup, Matt Stafford's right-hand man. Stafford wouldn't be putting up the numbers that he is without Cooper Cup. I mean, it's widely known. Cooper Cup has, like, most yards, most touchdowns, catches, whatever it is in, like, the first seven, eight games of a – for a team uh, since Megatron did it with Stafford what, like 10 years ago. So he's putting up historical numbers through the first half of the season. I mean, he's got pretty much half of Stafford's passing yards right now. So it's just insane what he's doing. Obviously Cooper cup is his favorite target. Uh, it's, I mean, it's obvious, uh, but yes. still, I mean, Stafford wouldn't be having the season he's having without Cooper cup. And the Rams wouldn't be seven and one without Stafford and Cooper cup. So I had to put Cooper in this list. Um, He won't be on it probably at the end, unless he just keeps going like this, unless he puts up close to 2000 receiving yards, which I don't think it'll happen, but he's almost at a thousand through eight games. So it's possible. So Uh, you're you're saying the battery that is Cooper cup and Matt Stafford
1: will win the first half MVP award together.
0: Yes. Nice. Yeah. Yep. that That's how it is. Exactly. Yeah.
1: I'm surprised you put two non-quarterbacks. That was, I, I should have did one. I didn't, but uh, I respect.
0: I, I, I had to put Cooper in this just because of what he's done the first half of the season. And what Derrick Henry, I mean, both were, both are at historical paces. Now Henry's done for the year, so he's not going to do anything. Cooper Cup is still playing. So, uh, I mean, he if he continues like this, he deserves MVP votes. Not saying that he should get it, but he deserves it. And he will get it. He will get MVP votes. Maybe
1: not first place, but he'll get some. Yeah. As being the non and him, I mean, yeah. I mean, at this point, best offensive player, looks
0: to be the best offensive player, non-quarterback by the end of the season. So, I mean, you got to give those non-quarterbacks some love. I mean, we call it, I mean, it's, it's the quarterback award. And then we say Offensive Player of the Year is the non-quarterback award. Yep. So, I mean, you got to give him some love. Got to give him some love. Okay. That's it. Those are the rankings. That's that's the top five MVP. Next week, we'll get back to our power rankings as usual. Owen, real quick, I think we maybe touched on this on Tuesday. I don't remember. We should have got Jeremy's opinion on this, but who would be number one for you right now? Does that change from Tuesday? I'm pretty sure we talked about this on Tuesday. Would that change?
1: Uh, number one in the power rankings for teams. Uh, yeah, no, no big win against the undefeated. like, I'm, I'm giving it to the Packers. Uh, we'll see what happens in the next week or two. Uh, but you know, if they suffer a loss, obviously they won't be there, but it won't necessarily be, uh, you know, real, I guess it'd be kind of fluky,
0: but I mean, yeah, I mean, there'll be a big old asterisk by it.
1: If they beat the Chiefs with, uh, you know, the JV squad, then we know the Chiefs aren't going to make it. And, you know, the Packers are for real.
0: So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. All right. Anyways, yeah, that is our top five AMB as always. Now, Owen, we'll, we'll get to some of that news, I think, in just a bit. But I think we should do just the tips. Oh,
1: boy. A long research Session happened.
0: I'm gonna tell you, Jeremy's gonna, gonna miss the tips. So he'll, it's he'll, all he'll I have
1: to get him. He'll have to get him when everyone else does, and uh, he'll have to go off of that. If he wants my rankings, he'll text me personally because I will give them in uh, a four-four flat.
0: I, I don't know what Jeremy's gonna do this week with his fantasy team because he doesn't have you to ask on this podcast.
1: He doesn't either. I guarantee. No, it's okay. It usually, see, that's the thing is I'm hitting. I'm hitting a good good average. I'm hitting. Uh, you know, uh, uh, I'm trying to think. Is there an award for best average, or is that just silver?
0: Or the Hank Aaron Award? Hank it. Well, Hank Aaron Award goes to the best hitter. Okay. And then they just have um, batting title is what it's. Called. I I had, a, I had a few home runs, but I'm I'm a good average hitter right now. All right. And, hey, uh, we're gonna keep. We it need up. those guys. Base hits. You know. Every said, baseball team needs a leadoff hitter.
1: I feel like it's almost too easy to hit the home runs. Cause I could just tell you play Josh Allen every week because he, and he is the number one scorer scoring quarterback of the year so far. And I would be right. And it'd be a grand slam, but I'm here to give you those, those base hits that everyone can uh, take down. Everyone has a chance for a couple steals because, because Kirk cousins isn't owned in uh, you know, most leagues, I would say, I think he's a streaming, streaming option. And that is where the tips will begin. Number one, play Josh Allen. Okay. If you got Josh Allen, you're playing him. There's a bunch of guys like that. And even Mahomes as struggling as he is, I think you have him, you got to play him because he's always got that option. Even if they lose, there's always that, that blow up option. It's the Tyree kill effect where any week he could go off for and be the best scoring option in uh fantasy. Other than that, come down past the top ten. Uh, my 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 best streaming option for the week. Uh, you're welcome, Vikings fans. I see Kirk Cousins bouncing back Whoa. after the primetime Captain Kirk loss against Cooper Rush. I see a bounce back in a purple shootout versus the Ravens defense, who I think are a bit overrated much like the Vikings defense
0: I think he said the Vikings
1: offense well the Vikings well the Vikings are the Vikings offense probably properly rated I think we all kind of see the struggles uh I think the Ravens defense is not what they were last year whether it's injury or otherwise but uh I like uh, I think it's a good chance to be a shootout on Sunday uh look for uh I want to see the line but that's fine we'll we'll figure that out and I look to see Adam Thielen to keep benefiting and staying a wide receiver one option, a top twelve option as he is to this point in the season. I think he's number twelve in fantasy scoring for receivers.
0: All um, those touchdowns, all those touchdowns Justin, he gets again.
1: Justin, everyone knows Justin Jefferson's the baller, but Thielen's always going to sneak by and get those touchdowns when you got a number one option. So uh, I like Kirk Cousins this week, is what I try to say. Moving on, running backs. Uh, a little bit of a shakeup everyone's uh you know there's there's one person in your fantasy league who's really hurting after this week and that is the derrick henry owner seth is pointing at himself currently i don't two different I leagues own,
0: two i not i didn't leagues.
1: i didn't own henry in uh any leagues any if i had a pick in the top four it was usually kamara uh you know if it wasn't cmc kamara was my guy and kamara's healthy and he's number six in fantasy scoring for uh running back. So I'm, I'm doing good. Henry was so dominant though. You're obviously going to be hurting for production.
0: There's ways
1: to get around it though.
0: Not just hurting his real team, but everybody's fantasy team. He literally carried my fantasy team too. Like one week he scored like 50 some points. And that was, if not half, like a third of my points. That
1: happens. It's going to happen. Okay. And you're going to be hurting, but you can find options. You'll just have to be a little bit creative just like the rest of us. You can't just start Derrick Henry and forget about it. So this week one run. I like Aaron Jones to be the number one running back option this week. If you're playing dailies, I think he's worth it. Um, just, I mean, it's no secret that the Packers won't be so involved in the passing game, even though I believe Devante is finally confirmed to be back. He is.
0: That is confirmed then, today. Then, he was
1: back at practice. And Lazard is as well. I don't believe MVS is yet.
0: No, not that I've heard. MVS okay. is not. Lazard and Devante are back. Okay. MVS is obviously non-COVID related, injury related. Um, they said he was on track to be back, but he has not been activated yet. No, they still have a couple of days to do it. But yeah, as of now, yeah. That's fine.
1: Uh, you're not going to start Lazard probably unless it's a deeper league. He might be a good day. Uh, not this week, actually. I wouldn't take the chance. Devontae, start him. They'll still try to find a way, ways to get him the ball. And when he has the ball in his hands, he's dynamic. He's, you know, he's probably going to, he's probably good for a touchdown, but I like Aaron Jones running game, passing game. AJ Dillon might still be a good flex option, but I like Aaron Jones to tear it up this week against the I mean, everyone knows what the chiefs defense is at this point. Uh, you 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 may know that Aaron Jones is getting the ball, but when you don't have a defense to properly yep. uh, make up for it, he's going to get his yards. So Aaron Jones, number one guy this week. If you're looking for some some filling options, here are the two guys to do it, especially for this week. Um, I like Devontae Booker. I've been talking about this guy for weeks. He is the Giants'
0: running back. He's the Bill guy. Barkley, yeah uh, COVID. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. He tested positive. You're right. Yep. yep. He tested positive for COVID. Right. He was, so he was he, supposed to, he was on track to come back this week though, wasn't he? Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And, uh, he
1: tested positive. I guess I couldn't remember the timeline for sure. I'm pretty sure though, this is a Devonte Booker backfield. And, uh, you know, obviously if Saquon's out, that throws everything off, but right now Devonte Booker is the guy who's going to get, uh, some good yards against, I believe the Raiders, They are playing. So, uh, you thought about it. You're going to correct me. No, they, they're playing the Raiders. They
0: play the Raiders. You're right.
1: And, uh, he's going to be the guy. Now, other option also Zach Moss, Hmm. Zach Moss for Buffalo, both him and Singletary, pretty good options when they're used. They were not used much last week because the Bills are playing a tight game against, uh, The Dolphins. Yeah. Yep. Yes. So this week they come back out. Buffalo has God. I gotta get this right in front of my face so I don't miss it. They have the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yikes. Now you have to imagine this is going to be a womping of some kind. Two possessions. Should be
0: should be. Probably.
1: So in that sense, Josh Allen still gonna be a good option still probably be a top five quarterback, but Zach Moss going to be used heavily in the offense this week against the uh, Jaguars and a, and a coach who doesn't care anymore. So um, those are your running back options. Aaron Jones, for sure. Devontae Booker and Zach Moss. Look for streaming guys. If they're still in free agency, Adam, now. Wide receiver. Up at the top usual suspects cop Hill Devontae, uh all those guys what I like this week after uh what we learned about the San Fran offense in the past couple weeks and what we now see the Titans offense will have to be doing Debo Samuel and AJ Brown AJ Brown will have probably 50 percent of the offensive work for each of their offense yeah that's true That's true. In San Fran, they throw to the Debo and they give the ball to Elijah Mitchell. That's the offense. And then Jimmy G sometimes quarterback sneaks and steals the touchdowns. I don't think that's going to be, that's not going to keep happening. I like Debo Samuel to be, to continue. Like you can't deny the target share. When you get, when you get a guy with that much of a target share, it doesn't matter how good he is obviously does to the team, but if he's going to catch that many passes and be involved that much, you got to start him. He's going to be a top option. A.J. Brown, same thing. What else are they going to do? Hand the ball to Adrian Peterson 30 times? Not happening. Okay. What about
0: McMichaels? Is that what? McNichols? McNichols, who McNichols. is only
1: valuable in the passing game, as he has proved up to this point.
0: Five cents. That's all he's worth.
1: Adrian Peterson will be the lead running back. McNichols will be on passing downs. And he's still going to be dynamic, but A.J. Brown is the guy you look for here. They're gonna to have to make it work, so they're gonna force feed him the ball. That's just how it's gonna be. Well, it might, you know, they might struggle. He's gonna still get 10 plus targets. You've got to like a couple of those being touchdowns, in my opinion.
0: I mean, makes sense. Makes sense.
1: It better. <laughs> <laughs> deeper option, not really deeper because people own him. Jerry Duty finally back from injury. He played last week. They struggled. They couldn't pass the ball Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Now what we have here is the Broncos play the Cowboys. And the Cowboys uh, couldn't contain Thielen in addition to Jefferson last week. They were able to shut down one, and that was the guy that Trayvon Diggs was covering. Trayvon Diggs will be covering Denver's wide receiver one, Cortland Sutton leaving jerry judy to have his real bounce back performance from injury a feast. This week, book it jerry judy top 10
0: all right beautiful jerry judy love it you got it he's he's a combination of jerry springer and judge judy
1: i don't like that
0: he's much better than both
1: <laughs> <laughs> but those Anyways. are the tips
0: oh beautiful okay Beautiful. All right. We always love the tips. Can't get enough. Jeremy will just have to wait, though. He can wait. Okay. Again, it, I'll get text. It'll feel so much better when he does. I hope I get text.
1: I want I want him to be I want him to do well. I root for him.
0: Yeah. Except in your league, right? No, I root for him.
1: I'm do gonna you? beat him, but I root for him.
0: Oh, right. that's yeah, that that's very fair of you. Owen. Very fair. Thank All right. You. That's just the tips. Now, Owen, before we move on to our final segment, I feel like maybe we should just get a few things off our chest, huh? What a Wednesday it was. Let's let's not lead off with the biggest news of the day. Oh, okay. All right. Let's start a few other places, a little bit small. Let's start with Deshaun Jackson, just real quick. He was uh, released by the Rams after he didn't get traded put on waivers, he cleared through waivers, he's now officially a free agent. I guess my question to you real quick, potentially where could Deshaun go? And does he make any kind of impact because he could not make it with the Rams?
1: I have no idea. I have no idea um, where he's going to go. Impact, I don't see it. Unless we're talking about a fill-in for injuries, and I don't, I you know, big wide receiver injuries this year haven't happened. It seems no. to have happened in every single position group, not a receiver.
0: Yeah. Yep. Um, As of now, anyways. As of now.
1: And I've never, honestly, Seth. And it's not you know you you have to, but my in my opinion, this isn't even newsworthy. Just like. No. Jeremy might talk about him too. And just like he's good for a play, you know, one big play every three weeks.
0: Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. he's, he's still a burner, but that's probably all he can do at this point. That to me,
1: I don't, you know, where, where's he going to go?
0: Uh, I guess. All right. Here. All right. Let me, let me rephrase that question, Owen.
1: Okay. Would
0: you like to see the Packers sign Deshaun Jackson? No. Just being no.
1: honest, no. I mean, they got MVS. MVS fills that role. Rogers likes MVS. Uh, you're just going to throw Deshaun Jackson into that group, who, which is already kind of bloated with similar talent. True, You know. true. Yep, yeah. Cobb's that guy that makes impact plays. MVS makes in- impact plays. These guys that, that aren't there every down, you know, Lazar and Devontae are the, the guys. Yep. Um. But Cobb, MVS, uh, EQ, um, Amari Rogers—they're all—they're all good for a couple plays a, uh, a week, and they're all—you know—they're all impact players that could make a tear. Deshaun Jackson's that same type of guy, and I just not for the Packers.
0: Yeah. Yeah, No, I get it. I get it. Do I, Do you agree though? I I do. Ultimately, I do. If we didn't have MVS, I'd say go for him, but because MVS is on there and he's pretty much a younger version of D Jack now obviously not as impactful as Deshaun Jackson was at his age, but he's just as a much of a burner right now as Deshaun Jackson is. So yeah, definitely yeah. I wouldn't, but there'll be teams out there that will somebody will um, give him a shot. Somebody off, will.
1: The, off the top of my head. I'm thinking like, you know, saints are going to expect Michael Thomas back now. He is. Out, yeah. He's out done for the year for the year. He announced, um, And the Saints were also linked to uh, Odell Beckham discussions, which is another situation we'll get into. But pending what happens there, a long shot for the Saints to add him, uh, they could easily add Deshaun Jackson. You know, they've had guys like that uh, in the past. Yeah, they have. Brandon Cooks was there for a little bit. Brandon Cooks, Ted Ginn is kind of like the similar level to what Jackson is right now. So, uh, that's, that's probably the number one. Otherwise you could see like, um, again, a terrible situation, but you know, the Raiders
0: just suffered. I mean, yeah, they, they lost rugs. So I could see that. Yeah. Rugs was their downplay guy. So, yep. I mean, that's exactly what Deshaun is
1: again, to a very lower level. Um, I don't know. Could you see him? The Colts are playing right now. Could you see that happening?
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, they don't really have a burner. I mean, T.Y. Hilton, I guess, but he's similar you know, of age injuries. with Jackson and things like that, so I could see that too. I think the Raiders, you brought that up. I To me, they would make the most sense because they lost rugs and now that's a bit of a hole for them. Now, he's not going to fill that same role, but it, it's going to be similar. He's, he's going to be that big shot guy. You know, he'll get two to three probably. If he were there, he'd probably get two to three passes a game. That are all just fly routes. Just go. I would
1: between the two, I'm gonna I would say uh, uh, Saints because they were already linked to adding a receiver. They're really not. They don't really have anybody outside their number one. And
0: the Raiders, they don't really have, have a quarterback right now either. Well, you know,
1: we'll see what happens. They, I mean, they have Taysom Hill. Don't disrespect the. Oh, the-
0: oh yeah. It says the guy who just laid on to him last year every single week.
1: Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> I would say the Saints more likely than the Raiders. The Raiders, just because only the reason. Zay Jones just made a huge play in overtime a few weeks ago this season. and It's yeah. Dar- a guy that Derek Carr really likes. And yep. Zay Jones is a burner type. Uh, big play guy as well. And I see Brian Edwards being the number one receiver there outside of Waller.
0: Yeah, which is kind of scary. But – but Brian Edwards has been solid this year, so it's kind He's of a, just a collection that. of misfits almost out there, if you like. Feels like, I mean, they, I mean, Waller's I mean, you ball. got Renfro, you got Edwards, Jones. I mean, it's just yeah. a bunch of misfits who are who are you're playing right. well. You're, you're right, know? absolutely. Yeah. All right, let's move on quickly to OBJ. You teased him for a second there. Uh, missed the second straight practice today. He was excused. No, he tried pretty hard, apparently, to get traded uh, on Tuesday. never happened. Um, but big talk into that. Um, I guess, A, will he get released, you think? And B, once again, where could you see him la- landing? So that's an interesting discussion, uh, mainly because I
1: don't think there is a clear answer. Um, if they're being real with themselves – yeah they should uh cut ties yeah for real um obviously they were talking about it that's a move that they haven't made up to this point uh they were, you know uh cleared him from
0: practice yep two days in a row now
1: just so they could talk contract or like you know financial compensation for putting them on waivers yeah um so that would be the way to happen. it. That's the only way to happen is if he forfeits, you know, a good chunk of his contract to, uh, to leave the team and have a chance to go somewhere else. I know that's, that would be more of a thing for the Packers. I would say is a cheap Odell. Uh, I don't know if he would want to go there. I think that's another thing where the saints would be probably the most likely play for him. Um, but I don't, again like if they're being real with themselves he's he, he, when he's on the field the, the browns offense is just a factually less efficient yeah it yeah. right so but in that sense i still don't think i think the money will be the hang up and i don't think he leaves and then i think he just sees a reduced role in the just, offense which might be sit better for the for rest him. of the year he might
0: but you Little on Bell in there, almost kind of thing. Like, like I mentioned, like if he takes a reduced
1: role, that might that might just be better for everybody. He might actually see uh, impact plays. Um, the offense will be moving better as a unit, yeah. um, and then he can get his contract uh, second chance somewhere else after the yeah.
0: season. I mean it. it... I mean, this has been up for debate since he went to the Browns. Jeremy has always been low on uh, his impact for the, for the Browns. We've, on the other hand, have kind of been high or hopeful or optimistic, whatever the word may be. Um, and it just, it just hasn't worked. I mean, a guy of his talent, he left the Giants at the peak of his career. And uh, I don't want to say he's past his peak. But he's certainly not playing at it, and the injuries have started are starting to catch up to him. Where, say he doesn't really play much the rest of the year, they they cut him at the end of the season, or trade him. I mean, he's got ultimately he's got one last shot at like a a big deal or making an impact with the team. So, if he doesn't get cut now, I wouldn't be surprised either way. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets cut. I wouldn't be surprised if he stays. Um, like you said, it's going to come down to that financial part, uh, if he gets cut or not, I, I, I think a lot of teams would line up to swoop in to get him because of the talent that he does bring. Uh, but as we've talked about before, there's additional things beyond the talent. There's the headaches, there's the locker room, there's the off the field stuff that comes along with him. There's been a plethora of receivers throughout history that have had these same things Randy Moss obviously Terrell Owens guys like that have been at the top of that list so a talented such a talented receiver and it it seems like it's almost going to waste
1: unfortunate yeah that's why I think like again if everyone is being real with themselves yeah let him let him walk because he's still got the talent and uh, find a good position somewhere and then he'd be attribute, you know, he'd be kind of acclimated to the, to the game plan by the end of the year yep. to make a playoff push and be a primetime player and under the brightest lights.
0: Yeah, like that's the best. Maybe you should go back to the, to the Giants.
1: Giants. Well, they're not gonna make the playoffs, so
0: <laughs> I mean, honestly, I don't think the Saints will either. I mean, a lot of ties to the Saints, but I'd be surprised if they made the playoffs. What I don't know, they just beat the Bucs. Jameis was out for most of that game. You're right. You're right. Um, But to sustain that for eight more weeks, nine weeks, whatever it may be, it's going to be tough. I agree. I agree. All right. Let's get to it, Owen. Let's just get it over with. Let's say our piece and move on. It's already been hashed out enough the last two days. Aaron Rodgers, positive for COVID. The whole, we've already discussed it, immunized non-vaccinated, whatever you want to call it kind of thing. Where, where, where do we start with this? Honestly, um,
1: I don't have much more to add um, than what you've seen.
0: Yeah. And I've seen too much. It. All right. I'll give you my take on this. Okay. Yeah. I've had two days to sit and think about this. A, it's really none of our business whether he's vaccinated or not, nobody should know. I I don't get why people are asking him, asking other players, IE Aaron Jones, if he's vaccinated or not. I know they asked everybody they can. That's it's, it's to me, it's, it's nobody's business. I mean, we're not walking around asking other people who's vaccinated or not. Are you vaccinated? Blah, blah, blah. I mean, to me, that doesn't make a difference. Now, people aren't upset because he tested positive. People are upset because he lied, quote unquote, lied about being vaccinated. Now, I think the reason why he said that, and I'm going to sound like an Ann Rogers apologist because I kind of am. Yeah, um, I
1: mean, admittedly.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, is he perfect? No. Does he make mistakes? Yes. I think this is one of those mistakes, I guess you want to call it. But here, here's where I think he's coming from probably in his mind because of this whole homeopathic alternative medicine, blah, 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 whatever he did this off season, um, that he tried to get himself vaccinated status, things like that. Probably in his mind, he's vaccinated. He's like maybe at that same degree or same level. So he probably feels like he should be there. Obviously he does because he filed an appeal and things like that, tried to get it through. And, uh, he didn't want the scrutiny, he didn't want people to know uh, that he wasn't officially vaccinated by NFL standards. Um, obviously, the NFL knew the Packers knew that's been you know reported many times that they both entities knew his status, um, throughout this entire offseason and season preseason things like that. To me, I mean, whether he lied to us or not, I, I think he's. Oh, and you kind of mentioned it. You texted between the group of us, you know, before is to me also the media loves to hate on him, jumps on him every chance they can. And, uh, they certainly did that to me. This has also been taken a bit overboard. Uh, I think it's been taken a bit further than it should have. Now we're not going to get into the argument of whether, you know, players should be vaccinated or things like that, that we're not going to go there. Obviously, there's hundreds of players across the league who are not vaccinated. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is not the only one. There's plenty of players, multiple players on the on the Packers who are not vaccinated. Alan Lazard is one of them. So to me, this is a bit blown more than it needs to be. Uh, but it is because it's Aaron Rodgers. That's my stance on it. I agree. I long-winded you. stance, but that's it.
1: I think just the way he is and the, how deliberate he speaks – um and you know it's always you know he doesn't obviously say it but people say it about him he's always the smartest guy in the room yeah well i think there's like a there's like a, a desperation to from a lot of people to be like you're wrong on this and whether it is or not i don't i certainly don't give a shit yeah. um <laughs> throw that right out there um so yes uh does it stink be selfishly, I wanted to see Mahomes, Rodgers. Oh yeah, I mean, people happen.
0: have for years now,
1: and it, there's always some reason it doesn't happen. Whether one of them loses in the playoffs, uh well, mainly the Packers, but um whether yeah, Mahomes. Uh, what, two
0: years ago, Mahomes, Mahomes got hurt, so Mahomes he didn't had his play. injury two years ago,
1: and this looked like to be the one. And we talked about it in the prediction or the recap, but so it happens. Um, yeah it's 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 there's there's certainly like beat writers too have kind of been the ones that have really pissed me oh, off yeah. on this <laughs> yeah they really uh, buried guys, him a lot of guys that i like following for the most part too where and then they come out and they're just like because they personally feel misled by his comments which is like whatever but they've almost come back to be like okay well uh, they're, they're like white knighting for the people in a sense. And they're just like, uh, no, you misled us. You misled everybody. Cause we care so much. And it's like, most of us don't. Right. Yeah. Yep. You, maybe you have your, like a lot of people, I would assume it you might have their opinion, just like you should get vaccinated. Uh, a lot of people don't, a lot of people really don't care. A lot of people kind of care, but then there's, the media and the beat writers the the blue check mark brigade right now that are just like no we're really upset about this it's like, and, and it
0: just it, it feels the people then
1: they're just it's like i hope they get to a point where they realize that like what an ass they, they're making of themselves right now but again that's just my own pet peeve type yeah. situation going on because i totally like, i don't how to it's, their, agree. Job. it's yeah. their job i don't care it's it's just the fact that i'm I'm unfortunately addicted to Twitter and every time I scroll down, I see another comment and it's like people are truly deeply hurt by his decision to get a homeopathic uh, treatment done instead of the uh, official Moderna or Pfizer vaccination. It's like things we shouldn't, you know, things you, you, you shouldn't know about specific people anyway. And that you you get it. That, and that's really that's really where I come down on it too. Yeah, so there you go.
0: And I also wonder if if this was any other quarterback, maybe besides Tom Brady. I guess you can maybe throw Tom Brady into this. If this was any other quarterback, like what would the reaction be? Like I Lamar heard, Jackson. Yeah, and he, so
1: that's the other thing. So Lamar Jackson, Kirk Cousins, and Carson Wentz have all been public public about not getting it. Um. But, you know, a lot of jokes were made about Kirk and Carson. I think Lamar got a little more of a pass because of yep. uh, stuff, you know, some historical stuff in, yep. you know, African-Americans, which is whatever. Yep. But in that sense, it's like the media is almost using that as an argument to be like, well, we tore down Carson and Kirk, so we have to tear down Aaron. Well, it's just like, no, you didn't have to tear down anybody. So yep. let's just <laughs> fuck up, <laughs> please. Uh, so football – we lost yeah. him for sunday
0: that sucks yep
1: we'll get, we into get into
0: it in just a minute he
1: yeah. he's he's a he's he's a weirdo okay he's a hippie <laughs> dippy that's how he, he is His uh, his
0: fiance future wife is just as much as involved in that as he is and she, Shailene, you know, yeah, yes.
1: she, she's had some public things about too same same thing and, well, not about vaccinations, but a lot of hippie stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah. Homeopathic, natural and remedies, things like that. Yeah.
1: He's he's super cerebral about everything. And so people are just like, well, you purposely misled us or you you knew you weren't following the protocols, which is like, for the most part, he was. Obviously, there's a little bit of a gray area with the masks and pressers. So, and partially, I get it. And then mostly, I'm just PO'd. Yeah. Yeah. And then now I just want to talk about football. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Let's continue on. It's time for the weekly line is right. One dollar, Bob.
1: Foothanger I forgot to actually... Is that what the, the yodel guy going up the? I think so. The, yeah. I forgot the music to that. Oh, well. Moving on. Let's get into games. Right now, Seth, uh, it doesn't look good. I don't want to say I had an unfair advantage. Uh, I fairly hope I didn't too much.
0: When Holds you rough. made the prediction, because uh, I'm watching as well, side, side watching, uh, they were up by seven and now they're yep. up by 18. Yes,
1: 28 to 10 currently. Jonathan Taylor did leave in the second quarter with a knee injury. He is questionable to return. Mike White, I think, came back into the game.
0: Uh, can't confirm that either, though. So I would assume he would come back um second half here. So we'll see how that one goes. I believe I got Jeremy's picks
1: in at the buzzer as well. Let's start on Sunday,
0: noon hey, slate. Hey, Timeout. So. Can we get a recap of last week? Do you have that? Is that, has that been made official yet? I'm just curious on where we sit.
1: Did I count them up? I can't remember. You know what? Seth, go on a tangent. I'll count them up really quick.
0: Okay. Tangent away. All right. Well, you know, so we have, so we have this Jets game. Jonathan Taylor. I'll just say this. Uh, Guy I'm playing in fantasy this week has Jonathan Taylor. And you made that notion that, uh, he might be out for uh second half. Um, and I would love that. (laughs) Would absolutely love that. Uh, so I really hope, um, that happens. Um, just because I personally need a W this is the same league where I lost Eric Henry too, and, uh, totally destroyed my fantasy team. Um, so that would make me excited. I love Jonathan Taylor. He's a Wisconsin boy. He's on the Colts. Had nothing against him other than if he comes back, don't give him a don't give him a lot of touches. Ease him back in. Maybe save him for next week. They're already up 28-10. What's the difference? I know. I do hope Mike White gets back in there. Maybe for some Jamison Crowder points, just to kind of jump off of your tips. How Owen. selfish of you! I hey. You come comes to fantasy, you only think about yourself, okay? That's all you think about. The rest of the time, I think I'm I'm not going to toot my own horn or anything. But it sounds like you are. I, I'm just saying, fantasy-wise, I'm going to be selfish, okay? I'm trying to win me some bragging rights, okay? Okay. <laughs> we all like the Ws. I'll keep it there. But otherwise, you know... I guess uh, I, hope, I hope no injury is catastrophic because the running backs have been hurt real bad this year, but Owen, as you're, as you're counting up the total, I have a good feeling that I'm hopefully going to be one. I don't honestly, remember anything from last week, but I know I've been at the you. top. Uh, I know I picked the Packers to beat the Cardinals and that's oh, true. One. Hey, I'll take one. One's better than none. Otherwise I'm fairly confident. Um, Pretty sure I took the Eagles and Jeremy. Jeremy, the Eagles fan, took the Lions, and I think I got the W on that one.
1: I think you did. You were the only one, but you did. And uh, I will tell you right now that you beat me by one.
0: Hey, I love it.
1: And I think it was another rough week for Jeremy. Well, you know what? Maybe
0: you should start picking the Packers. I mean the Eagles, sorry. Not the Packers, the Eagles.
1: He certainly doesn't. But I think it's just to make himself happy. So when they do win, he can kind of find some some positive out of it because they usually don't.
0: I mean, how, how, what negative could you take out from last week? That what Jalen Hurts threw it fourteen times. They didn't need to. They didn't need to pass. It was like the Badgers. You know. Yeah, they ran the ball. I, we talked about it a little bit on Tuesday. 45 times for like 200 and some yards. I mean, just insane numbers. It was like the Badgers to me.
1: So here's the, here is the tally. Seth wins eight games. I won seven. Jeremy won six. Oh, so close. Close. So I went 500. You were one game over Jeremy one game
0: under now. Oh, and I just want to make this clear that this is against the spread, right? We're not just against the spread. Correct. Okay. This is not just straight up, you know, who we chose to pick obviously, cause we don't do that, but this is the spread. So yes. it's a little different than just picking games straight up. Yes. Okay. All right. Just, just wanted to make that clear for everybody in case they were confused on why Jeremy maybe only had six correct out of like 14 games. Right. It's, You know, it's um,
1: actually. I think it was fifteen. Now that I think about it, because I think it was only Raiders, Ravens, on by, so it was fifteen games. But that's all right. That's okay. I'm still positive on the year, which is all that matters. And Seth might be winning by a game or two. That's all that matters. The fuck, yeah, whatever. (laughs) Okay, Sunday slate, Seth. You ready? Yes, I'm ready to rifle through them. First game. Divisional matchup is the name of the game. Starting it off, we got the Cleveland Browns and the drama-ridden offense uh, that they have at the Cincinnati Bengals, fresh off a loss to the Jets. Uh, Cincinnati's favored by two and a half points at home, which is almost, you know, a little low for what you think it might be with Cleveland struggles and Cincinnati just, a week away from being the top
0: of the AFC. What do you think about that?
1: What's the line again? Two and a half to Cincinnati,
0: two and a half to Cincinnati. Give me the Bengals. I have no faith in the Browns right now. Like I said, last week, I think, like I said, on Tuesday, I'm just completely disappointed. uh, in how this Browns team is now Baker might be a slightly, a bit more healthy, but still, I just, I don't have a lot of faith in, uh, in that offense, really in that defense, in that team in total. This team is way too talented to be four and four, but there's just a lot of distractions going on um, uh, that I, I I just don't have any faith in the Browns until they do it. Give me the Bengals.
1: I agree. I think the line should be a little bit higher, uh, but I'll take it at as, as it is. And I'll go ahead and take the Bengals to maybe not pound them down, but I take I take them to take the win here, uh, in my opinion. So let's we're all we're we're all on the Bengals as Jeremy confirmed. He's a Cincy fan for the week. Beautiful. Which means Seth, the honorary first juice is loose. Oh yeah! Now moving on. Next game: Denver Broncos. Looking stale as hell on offense last week in the return of Jerry Judy. Travel to Dallas. Uh, Dallas favored by 10 points at home. Dak is back. Could this be a shootout? Denver not really known for it, but uh, Denver, you know, Dallas defense has improved, but they certainly have uh, let some, uh, like, I, like I mentioned earlier with Jerry Judy, the wide receiver two seem to, to thrive against the Dallas defense. Uh, again, Dallas favored by 10 points at home against the Broncos.
0: 10 points. Wow. Okay. Give me the Cowboys. Give me the oh. Cowboys. I had to think about it for just a half a second. Give me the Cowboys. Um, you know, Broncos have a solid defense. I don't put a lot of faith in Teddy two gloves to put up really And Denver. I mean, Dallas's defense ha- is pretty solid. Um, You know, obviously they got digs and things like that, uh, which which is big. Um, Yeah, give me give me Dak uh, to put up. I would say probably close to thirty. And uh, Broncos ain't gonna score much on offense. I agree with
1: Jeremy on this one, and not Seth. Give me Denver to keep it close-ish, if not the win. I like him to stay within that ten-point uh under a 10 point loss that's what i'm looking at
0: so i just want to remind everybody that uh last week jeremy and owen agreed on a few games eagles was one and uh i came out on top of that so was that not the only one i don't know That's just the only <laughs> one i can think of
1: <laughs> sounds right
0: but it doesn't uh, surprise me that jeremy is picking against the cowboys
1: now there was a similar line last week with the giants and the chiefs. And you guys said that the chiefs were going to have a double digit win. And I said, I like the giants to lose between zero and 10 points. That's what I see here for the Denver Broncos. And I okay. think the Denver Broncos are a better team than the giants for sure. Well, Dallas is definitely a better team than the chiefs right now, but I think similar talent levels. I think Denver keeps it close. Jeremy agrees with that.
0: All right. Fair enough. Fair Next. enough. Game
1: that your your favorite lefty, plays at home this week against the returning Tarod Taylor, who I had hoped would come back last week. And god damn it, if I was only a point and a half off of covering that Houston pick against the Rams, um Houston travels to Miami. Houston again with Tarod Taylor are five and a half point underdogs against Tua and the Dolphins.
0: What do you say? Houston's really f- Miami's favored that much. Five and a half points. Both of
1: them are one in
0: seven. Give me the Texans for sure. And this one, I honestly, I'd probably pick the Texans to win. Tyrod Taylor's back. 100%. Yeah. Give me the Texans on this. If it wasn't Taylor, if it was Mills or whoever else it would be, I'd take Dolphins, but uh, Tyrod Taylor? Yeah, give me Taylor. Just because it's Tyrod. I like it. Seth,
1: uh, go ahead and say it.
0: Well, for all the Texans fans out there, the juice is loose.
1: Can confirm Jeremy and myself. Also on the Texans with Tyrod Taylor, Uh, there's a slight, slight, slight chance uh, they rule him out, but he looks to be on track for this game. In that case, Texan, Texans win this game. I'm with you. Yeah, 100%. I'm with you on that. Uh, Dolphins got a lot of, still a little bit of soul searching to do after that whole Deshaun Watson <laughs> rumor debacle. Maybe maybe next. he'll float
0: on to the other sideline on Sunday.
1: Oh, float on. All right. Yeah. Uh, next game, another divisional matchup. If At- we <laughs> float onto the sideline, is that what you said? Did I miss that?
0: Yeah. That would be incredible. You did. <laughs> We talked about some float-on song and then just totally missed the whole Deshaun Watson hey, you thing. You said
1: float-on and stuck in my head, modest Mouse. All right, moving on. Atlanta Falcons travel to the New Orleans Saints. New Orleans. famous list Saints. Hazen Middle looks to be back this week uh, from, uh, I believe, it was concussion protocol. Um, they host the Falcons. Who The Falcons also suffered a major loss in their offense, Calvin Ridley is out indefinitely. I don't know if they confirmed it was the season, but I think he's just stepping away.
0: I'm sure, I'm sure it's the season, at least. Yeah.
1: You'd feel like uh, especially in a in a lost year for the Falcons, pretty much. Um, look for Kyle Pitts to get the majority target share. But does he succeed against this stout, stout New Orleans defense? Nylans. Nowlands. New Orleans is favored by six and a half points at home. Dang, okay. Not quite a touchdown.
0: Give me the Saints. Even without Jameis, uh, give me the Saints at home. I think the uh I think they'll do enough to to take it. What was the line again? Six and a half, you said?
1: Six and a half.
0: Yeah, yeah. Give me the Saints. Um that's a pretty much a touchdown. I yeah, I think they can do it. That Saints defense is good. Uh, offense will do enough with Kamara back there a combination of Hill. And uh, who who's the, who's the backup? What what What's his name? Uh, Simeon. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Simeon. Uh, I'm sure it'll be a combination of Simeon and, and Hill, right? It's not just going to be all Taysom. I wouldn't think.
1: I could just think they'd probably try. They'll see what they have with Taysom as the leader of the offense, but okay. Simeon definitely has a chance to come in and just be the passing guy. Really, because he's good at it. He's won games in the NFL. You know, he's he's not bad, but he is a backup for a reason. So, I agree. Give me New Orleans, and this is where we've lost Jeremy. He hasn't been able to confirm the rest of the games. We'll get oh, those okay. on record, uh, and we'll talk about it next week. But um, we got Seth and I both on the Saints here. Uh, just I don't know. Falcons, like, we got to see what their offense is like, too, without,
0: you know. Uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be an interesting game for both teams. Because both are losing their offensive playmakers. Saints losing their quarterback. Who Jameis, honestly, has been playing pretty well this year. So, he's, yes. put, he's put up good numbers. No, it's not anything crazy. Uh, but no. he's doing what? Sean Payton wants him to do. He's only had three picks so far this year. So it, it's been a good year for him or it was a good year.
1: And they still have Alvin Kamara, which is kind of the main thing for me. Um, and that, and that a win against Tampa Bay like that, a gritty tough it out win like that. Uh, Saints have been a questionable team for me to this whole year. I think that kind of solidifies that their defense can keep them in the game against anyone. Yep. So give me the saints now moving on we got the las vegas raiders at the new york giants what a weird game this will be um now neither team they're okay raiders are five and two giants are two and six both teams though are pretty even against the spread giants four and four raiders four and three We'll see what happens. The Raiders are just involved in something week to week. Uh, They bounce back pretty good after the Gruden drama. We'll see what happens here against the Giants. Raiders are favored by three points on the road. What do you say?
0: Give me the Raiders to take it. Three points? Give them to me. Like you said, they fared pretty well without John Gruden I think they'll do just the same without rugs. We talked about it, you know, earlier, what rugs means to this offense and, you know, possibly what Deshaun Jackson can do for that. Um, but even without Jackson or without rugs, I think this offense is still pretty good. Waller will be back. You still have Edwards, Renfro, Jacobs, Kenny and Drake. They still have plenty of weapons around there. Uh, that Derek Carr will be able to do it. Um, I just don't have a lot of faith in that Giants team it's kind of a mess. It's one of those messy teams. Give me the Raiders.
1: I agree. Give me the Raiders. Giants stink. Uh, They could have had that game capped off against the chiefs who just, you would have lost against most teams. The way they played on Monday, we're able to pull it out at the end. Giants have to feel sick after that one. Um, I like the Raiders to take another win against some soft. Like they had a little bit of a soft schedule, but they're gutting out wins regardless. Um, yeah. So, yeah, give me the Raiders. Moving on, uh, next game, interesting. We'll see what happens. We got the New England Patriots, fresh off a win against the Chargers, a surprising win, some would say. Um, favored by three and a half points at the Carolina Panthers. May it's it's a weird line. McCaffrey uh is now practicing for the Panthers. Uh okay. he could return to play Sunday. Nothing confirmed. With that uncertainty, Seth, would you take the Carolina Panthers in a home underdog spot?
0: Line was three. Three and a half. Three and a half. Three and a
1: half line for a home underdog is a really good spot yeah a lot of a lot of sharp bettors would be taking the home pup in this one but again uncertainty for McCaffrey
0: so it's Thursday now that we're doing this um which makes me think that the chances of McCaffrey playing is pretty low probably at this point here's the deal McCaffrey plays I'm taking the Panthers he's not I'm taking the Patriots. So it really, to me, it rides on McCaffrey. Like I said, it's Thursday. Chances of him playing as of now is probably pretty slim, I would think. Give me the Patriots to take it. Sam Darnold will struggle against a good Bell Belichick defense without McCaffrey. A lot's going to be on him again. Give me the Pats. Give him the Pats, he says. Give me the patsies.
1: This was real, real appetizing. Just seeing a three and a half line for a home underdog. Like I said, I see that and I think it's got to be the home underdog, but it's the Carolina Panthers who have been struggling. Inconsistent, really good for the first few weeks. Not good the the past few weeks. Um, I like the Patriots who are looking to be building something. Building off of every week, definitely didn't let themselves down against the Chargers. Um, if McCaffrey's back, it will likely be a 50-50 split at best with Chuba Hubbard, and that's, not even, and that's not even confirmed either. So give me the bounce. Beautiful. Love it, Owen.
0: You just like – me agreeing with you because you know you'll be right you know i probably should have you disagree with me so i can just keep run away keep with piling it. on but that's all right next game Buffalo bills at the jacksonville jaguars oh gosh what's the line
1: guess it i think i actually told you maybe i didn't
0: i i'm gonna say double digits of course 12 okay. 13 it's got to be 14 something like that it's got to be pretty big
1: and a half Ooh. The bills are favored on the road at Jacksonville. We'll see. Does the weather play a factor? It certainly did for the Packers. Um, bills five and two, four, two and one against the spread. Jacksonville one and six, two and five against the spread. Uh, the Buffalo bills. this is the biggest money line I might have ever have uh, seen recently. To win hundred dollars betting the bill's money line, you would have to bet eleven hundred dollars just to win $100.
0: Who would do that?
1: I don't know. maybe that's an easy way to make a hundred dollars, <laughs> but you're risking eleven hundred dollars. Yeah. Um, 14 and a half is the spread. I'm assuming you're taking this for the bills.
0: Uh, you're right I am okay. I mean they, they've been you said they're what four two and one against the spread so they've been pretty good against it and they've blown out a few they've blown out bad teams this isn't another one of those games that they'll blow out a bad team yeah I would give me say the bills
1: their losses came to Pittsburgh and Tennessee who are not bad teams uh I would say they're you know wild
0: card ish little that was a Derrick levels. Henry Tennessee Titans by the way
1: True. Still Tennessee would be like kind of like more of a secure wild card. Pittsburgh is kind of an outside, like might make it.
0: They are a true wild card.
1: True. So in that sense, I still like the bills to beat up on bad teams. They're the Ravens of last year. That's what they do, but the bills are just a bit better. So give me Buffalo. If, if, and you know what, again, it's Jacksonville at home. Maybe they keep it close somehow. I'm not going to take the chance. I don't want to be the one that's like, I believe in the Jacksonville Jaguars in any capacity. No, you shouldn't. I can't. Next game, as I dubbed it already, I think it will be the purple shootout, the great purple shootout in Baltimore. Minnesota travels to Baltimore, Maryland, face the Lamar Jackson Ravens, Uh, I already mentioned how I think there'll be a good Kirk Cousins game fantasy wise. Um, Vikings are three and four Baltimore's five and two both teams, however, are three and four against the spread. I have Baltimore favored by six points at home
0: Owen, real quickly. uh, Can I change my pick for this game tonight?
1: Uh, You know what? Uh, I have a feeling that it's too late. (laughs)
0: It, 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 this is a blowout. As right Wentz now.
1: dumps off a touchdown to uh an, a backup offensive lineman.
0: It's 35 to 10. It's it's getting it's getting pretty sad. Anyways, all right. What was the line for this game? Ravens, Vikings? Ravens favored by six points at home. The purple, the purple plastered people eaters. I didn't have an alliteration. Yeah. Not but not yeah, both mad. purple. Yeah. Give me the give me the better purple team. Give me the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, not quite a primetime game, but still a big game uh, for the Vikings. Uh, the playoff chances, yeah, yeah. Kirk Cousins will fall apart once again. Give me, give me the Ravens.
1: And here is where I disagree with you. It's Kirk Cousins game. That's all I gotta say. I don't is, believe. Huh? I don't believe in the Vikings, but they're certainly due for a couple of these a year, where they take a great win against a good team or. They suffer a heartbreaking last second field goal by Justin Tucker. Uh, it seems like a prime spot for that as well. Uh, they just did it against the Cardinals, I believe, a few weeks ago where they lost they in the last second. I yep. think it was a missed field goal on their part. But, yeah, give me uh, Minnesota, either keep it close or win the game. I don't know why. Yeah. I like the chances. I like I like the, the Vikings offense this week.
0: All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Do you think, do
1: you think it's fair enough?
0: I mean, you know, you, you say what you got to say, you do what you got to do, whether it's right or not, that's remains to be seen.
1: A fairly even game coming up here for betting wise, uh, pretty much a 50-50 split on uh, money coming in. We got, well, maybe not money coming in, but like chances of victory, I guess. Um, we got the Los Angeles Chargers flying all the way from the West Coast to the East Coast for the second time in the young season. They face the Philadelphia Eagles
0: this week. Hey, fly, Eagles, fly.
1: Chargers, four and three, also four and three against the spread. Eagles, three and five, but four and four against the spread. Chargers are favored by a point and a half.
0: So almost a pick
1: It's see you know it's, on in an on paper, Chargers, I think everyone would say is the better team, but, Eagles are at home, Chargers just struggled against the Ravens mightily from that long yes flight, yes so,
0: what do you say here Seth? Give me the Philadelphia Eagles to go two, in a row, give them to me. I'm taking them. They. Didn't mean proud last week. They're going to do it again at home. Ixierani maybe maybe learned a little bit of how this offense could actually work. They put up 44 on the Lions. Now the Lions are pretty bad. Um, Chargers, obviously, you know, a lot better team than the Lions. But still, give me the Eagles. Give me the Eagles. They're soaring right now.
1: All right, Seth. Uh, no, I'm going to pick the Chargers. Give me That's the right. Chargers. I still believe in the better team. I think the Eagles win last week was more of an indictment on the Lions than it was the Eagles. They just let things get way out of hand.
0: Um, way we'll, out
1: we'll of see hands. what happens. Uh unless the Chargers take another huge dump all over a Sunday uh in the East Coast for them themselves. But um Eagles when they're in close games kind of crumble.
0: Derrick Henry won't be doing that anymore
1: it starts close the other teams pulls out and then the eagles come in the fourth quarter shut shut the hell up and then the eagle then jalen hurts comes in the fourth quarter and scores two touchdowns and uh i see that happening here but chargers take
0: the win all right fair enough fair enough hopefully fair we'll just- get jeremy's uh picks in here eventually maybe before sunday we'll get, sunday. We'll get i'm sure
1: uh next game
0: The Packers. Oh, boy. At Kansas City. Is this the last noon game? America's Game of the Week. Oh, yeah, that's right. No, they're playing 3 That's right. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: At Arrowhead Stadium with the old State Farm, uh, what's his name, in attendance. No longer the State Farm Bowl, but still. You have to imagine that State Farm probably cooked up some special commercials for this game, and they're going to be airing, and we're all going to be depressed. Yeah. Yeah, I will be. Get to see the matchup. Yep. But the line has drastically changed. I think, uh, I think the chiefs were favored by a point and a half at home. Pre Rogers news. That line has dropped all the way down to seven and a half.
0: So six point swing, huh?
1: That's and that's a lot of points in the betting world. That's well, the Rogers effect. Yeah, yeah. De- Devante, Devante's news last week against the Cardinals dropped a line three points, and the Packers uh, thrived in, in his stead. But uh, we'll see. Kansas City, like I said, Kansas City fared seven and a half points. They need a comeback spot. It's kind of setting up for that to happen this week with against Jordan Love and the JV squad. Uh again I like Aaron Jones fantasy wise. Uh a couple stats. Packers 7 and 1, also 7 and 1 against the spread, one of four teams to have one loss or less against the spread this this year. Uh and the Chiefs 4 and 4, 2 and 6 against the spread. Their lines are always bloated. Uh, I think Vegas is starting to realize that you know, that's a problem. Uh or or they don't care because they make money off of people betting against the chaps, the Chiefs every week. So we'll see. I don't know. Seven and a half points is a lot. Rogers or no?
0: Uh Owen, I have a feeling and know where you're going with this. And I uh I'm preemptively going to agree with you. Um, I'm picking the Packers. Six and a half to me is a six and a half or seven and a half. What was it now again? That seven and a half.
1: It was seven six and half half. yesterday. It grew to okay.
0: seven and a half. Okay. Yeah. Give me the, give me the Packers. Um. I think the I'm not confident one way or another to say who wins this game. If, if Rogers was playing all in on the Packers, uh, obviously Jordan Love is in now. So I'm hesitant to pick a official winner, but I will take the Packers to keep it within a touchdown. For sure. I like
1: what you're saying. Uh, I just wanted to mention that uh, Jonathan Taylor did come back in this game, and he just had like a 75 yard. Yeah, yeah, just Coach killing John. my fantasy team. Just <laughs> killing. It. Just, just, just keep it going. Just, I said Aaron Jones would be top running back, and Jonathan Taylor might take it just off, even if he was hurt. I think he's got uh,
0: 43 points, points. Owen, 43 points. Jonathan Taylor alone. Jonathan Taylor alone. Forty-three points in the third quarter, so far. Jesus, cripes! Yeah. Wow.
1: Okay. Back to the Packers. Yeah. Uh, maybe I tip. Maybe I tip my hand too much. Then. I just. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how anybody bets Chiefs. How much they've struggled, and I, in, I can't envision it, because I haven't seen it. Uh, what this Packers team has come become after the Saints game. They don't look like a team that will get blown out by anybody. Yep. So um, again, no Rodgers. We got Jordan Love. I've seen good things at Jordan Love. People want to hate. That's fine. This will be the real, real test. Yep. Against the Chiefs. Yep. If he can succeed in any way against a really light Chiefs defense, there, there's room for optimism. But I'm going to go ahead and stay safe. And pick the Packers as underdogs.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, I'm curious where Jeremy would pick this. He would probably pick the Chiefs, I'm guessing. I'm guessing. But I'd be real guess. curious on where uh where he's picking that one. He
1: probably wouldn't be confident, but I, I would guess as well. Yeah. Uh, all right, moving on. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm obviously we'll be watching it. So um next afternoon game, we got another divisional matchup. Hey, Arizona. Yeah. Cardinals prime bounce back spot on the road against the San Francisco 49ers who came up with a pretty solid double digit win against the Bears. Elijah Mitchell comes back as running back and dominates. But much to my surprise, San Fran is favored by a point and a half against the Cardinals this week.
0: What? A point and a half? Point and a half. San Francisco's favored by a point and a half? At home. Give me the Cardinals. That's foolish. That's foolish. Give me the Cardinals. All the way. Come on. I
1: again I, I kind of tip my hand again. Because I should I should be setting these as like here's a point for that team, here's a point for that team.
0: Make your decision. But it you know, how how? I, I maybe- that's a good question. I don't, I mean, I could maybe see the Cardinals favored by a point and a half. On the road. Yes. But the Niners, that, that don't make sense.
1: I wonder, and I don't have the opening line in front of me, but I wonder if people just hammered the Cardinals or, well, no. I don't know. I can't, I can't make sense of it. I'm uh, right. I'm going to take the Cardinals as well. Bounce, like I said, bounce back spot for sure for me. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I still see Debo getting his work in. So on uh, Sunday night game tennessee titans
0: oh man not
1: the easiest spot to come to have your first game without derrick henry uh travel to los angeles and play the rams first game with von miller the rams are favored by a touchdown seven whole points against tennessee what do you say
0: i'm gonna have to take the rams on this one um yeah, it's hard. I think Tennessee is gonna be in for a rude awakening in this one. No Derrick Henry. Von Mill is fresh on the Rams. They're gonna be feasting on Tannehill. Uh yeah, give me the Rams with this one. Touchdown. Yeah, do it. He wants it.
1: Oh, touchdown. Man, I don't uh yeah. You know, I think it has to be the Rams. I think it has to be. I like, and I and I don't dislike the Titans even without Henry. I think there's, I have optimism that they'll have some sense of offense, but um, and not even necessarily that I have to see it. But seven points, it, it's the Rams. You know, it's the Rams. The Rams are dominant. Yep. Uh t- Titan secondary is pretty soft, and you got you're coming up against the hottest tandem quarterback receiver uh, duo right now. So.
0: Give me the Rams. Yeah, the uh, the Titans are twentieth in points allowed, and the Rams are fifth in points scored. So you would
1: you would with how much they handed handed it to Henry to this point, you wouldn't think that they would have given up that many points. But here we. You are. wouldn't,
0: but it, it just goes to show how bad that defense is. Yep, I
1: agree.
0: So, Seth.
1: Finish off the week. All right, let's do it. We're missing the Lions, Seahawks, Buccaneers, and the Washington football team this week on bye, which means the last two teams to play on Monday night are the Chicago Bears and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ooh, all right. Interesting matchup against offenses that aren't super dynamic at the moment and uh, defenses that are traditionally stout. The lowest over-under I've seen in a while, 39 points. That's pretty low, huh? Chicago at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is favored by six and a half points. Not quite a touchdown. What do you think? Not quite
0: a touchdown. Correct. Um, Bears are almost dead last in points scored, where the Steelers are seventh in points allowed. Uh, so you got weakness against strength. Uh, now S- Steelers offense isn't that much better points scored, but the Bears offense or defense is 20th in points allowed. So give me the give me the Steelers. If that wasn't a lead up, then I don't know what was. Um, give me the Steelers. This is gonna be low scoring. I could see a 17 to 10, 20 to 13, even like a 14 to 7 wouldn't surprise me. Um, kind of game. It's gonna be low scoring. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be another one of those Pittsburgh Steelers wins where they win by – well, touchdown has to be. Um, Yeah, give me the Steelers.
1: And I will also pick the Steelers. I like the Steelers. I don't know what it is. I know they don't score a lot of points. Seven points is a lot for them to beat any team. And I just said that, and now I'm, like, questioning it. I think the Steelers (laughs) win. I think the Steelers' money line is a good bet this week. Uh maybe not because it might be a little bit too much of an investment, but uh I just don't yeah, give me the Steelers. I like the Steelers. Najee's Najee's good. You know, Rossberg can make some things happen when Najee's rolling. Yep. Defense is great. Uh Field still has to find his footing. And he did a little bit last week. Uh I don't see TJ Watt letting that
0: happen. No, no, not at all not at all give me the Steelers I like it Owen I like it and that concludes that is the line is right beautiful beautiful Owen love it love it love it love it all right sure I wasn't wasn't clear was it no? I, hey, it was a good time. Good time. I, I can't wait to hear um, Jeremy's picks, though. Can't wait. All right. Just to just to finish off this old rigmarole that we got going on here. Owen, it's just you tonight for some trivia. All right, Haunting trivia. You got it. Okay? All you right. Here we go.
1: You were excited. You said you had some good questions.
0: I, I think they are, but we'll see. Uh, okay. So, first question. This wide receiver scored his seventh 50th plus yard touchdown this past weekend. Derrick Henry who has eight is the only player with more since 2019. I'll repeat the question. This wide receiver scored his seventh 50 plus yard touchdown this past weekend. Derrick Henry who has eight is the only player who has more since 2019 who is this receiver? That is a hard question.
1: Cuz now I can't remember. No. Is it his Is it for the, for their careers or is it the last couple No,
0: weeks? since 2019. Derrick Henry has 8 50 plus yard touchdowns. Is the only player with more since 2019 than this wide receiver.
1: I think it's DK Metcalf. Well, shit, it could be Tyler Lockett, too. I think it's DK Metcalf. I'm going to say DK. I think it's one of those two guys. <laughs> that sucks. I think because Lockett did that. Lockett does that crazy shit, too. That's that's Seattle's offense.
0: Yeah, I mean, it is. You're right. You're not wrong. DK so, Metcalf. I'm going to say DK. He was my first thought. Let me
1: Let me go DK Metcalf.
0: Okay. Well, DK Metcalf is wrong. So I'll give you one more chance just because there typically would be two answers. So I'll give you another shot. So
1: are you saying I shouldn't pick Tyler Lockett?
0: I'm just saying that I'll give you one more shot. It could be Tyler Lockett, but it might not be. I'm just saying it's not DK Metcalf. You're playing games with me. I
1: can't think obviously like Tyreek Hill was in, my head, but
0: I don't mind you. This is the last two years, 2019. Well, last three, two and a half, 2019, 2020, half of this year so far. Derek Henry has eight. This wide receiver scored is seventh, fifty-plus yard touchdown. It, last two and a half years. that big of a
1: touchdown? Shoot, Seth.
0: I can't um, got anything or is lock gonna be your plan B
1: Lock or did I just have another one in my head? Hold on, just please hold. <laughs> I'm gonna Tyreek Hill. I'm gonna say it Tyreek. Tyreek? I
0: can't, yeah, give me Tyreek. Tyreek Hill is your final answer. Yes. Um you're closer, but no cigar. It is actually his teammate, A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown scored his seventh 50-plus yard touchdown this past weekend. Jesus, really? Yeah, that surprised me. I know, surprised me. Yep. A.J. Brown scored his seventh. Derrick Henry has eight, he he had one earlier this year.
1: Seattle has long touchdowns, and then Tennessee has long touchdowns, and that's just their
0: offensive. Yeah, yep. Okay. I know, A.J. Brown surprised me. Yep. Not one that popped in my head. No, I know it would not have for me either. Yeah. DK Tyreek. I mean, those are the, you know, big play guys. Yeah. Um, Okay. This one might be a little bit easier. Wouldn't surprise me if you saw it already, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Okay. Speaking of the jets and Mr. Mike white, he became the second quarterback since 1950 to throw for at least 400 yards in their first career start. Who is the only quarterback to throw for more yards in their first career start? In in their career, first career start ever in the history of the NFL. Mike White is the second highest passing yardage at four. I think it was like four hundred five or something like that. Mike did last week. Uh, this quarterback, I'll give you a hint. This quarterback who's played in the last twenty years, so in this okay. century, since two thousand. Um, threw from more yards than Mike White did in his first career start. I even give you – give you another hint. And it's his know. first career game. He started his first career game in the NFL. Yeah. I've... I did see this out there a little bit, not a whole lot. Uh, I'm glad you didn't see it. Then, my, yeah, my ego is hurting. Last 20 years, so played this decade. and um, First career start, first career game, high draft pick. I don't want to go any further. It feels like a Matt Stafford thing to do, but Mm,
1: i can't i can't think of anybody that's gonna kick me off of matt stafford
0: right now so matt stafford's your final answer but now i'm so curious so yes just give me matt stafford okay that is incorrect i will once again just in the fairness because jeremy's not here i will give you another guess
1: i it, it sucks because it's going to be you know like you said it's going to be you an know, easier one but the only other one was Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, the Matt brothers.
0: Good, Gold. both good choices, both big yardage, but uh, both incorrect. God damn it! It's a uh, superhero himself, Superman he himself. He he did that much. He did. Yeah. Yep, first career start, week one of the 2011 season. Cam Newton threw for 422 yards against the Cardinals. I
1: didn't, I don't even remember that. Not even a recollection.
0: <laughs> he did it. He indeed did it, though, Owen. He did. It. Okay. Yep.
1: The current free agent himself.
0: He is. Yeah. Crazy, huh? Crazy what 10 years to do to you. It is. <laughs> oh, shit.
1: Those are good questions. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, you know, I, I dug a little bit. And I tried to find something a little easier or harder. I shouldn't say not easier, harder than uh, previous weeks, but all right. That is once again, all we got for you tonight. A little top five, just the tips. Got some line is right. Of course, finished with trivia. We're really hoping to see and hear Jeremy's voice next week. We need him back. hoping okay. Just for the sake of everybody. Hoping. We need some slander around these parts. Um otherwise, enjoy the rest of this game. Enjoy your weekend. It's gonna be sixties up here in Wisconsin, Owen.
1: I yeah, it feels
0: weird. Hunting season is too close for that. I am ready for it. I can't wait. Love it'll it. It'll
1: be a it'll be a week and we'll be back down to freezing. So Oh I, yeah, that's... yeah.
0: Next week, yeah. But I'm gonna enjoy these two days and uh take advantage. You're it's gonna, gonna go outside of it, huh? Oh 100%. Absolutely. Okay. See what I can see what I can find. Otherwise, as always, adiós. Adiós. That dude is a guy. That guy that is a dude.